Hello and welcome to the Online Arbitrage Podcast. Today I want to talk to you about replenishables and kind of what they are and why they are the backbone to any successful FBA business. So it's often abbreviated to replens and they are basically products that you as a seller can purchase over and over again, generally at a consistent and stable price all year round. And then by the same token, customers can buy replenishable items over and over again. So this differs to traditional online arbitrage and retail arbitrage methods where you're sourcing cheap discounted products that you can resell on Amazon at a higher price. These are often clearance items, which means there's a finite number of products you can purchase and you might never be able to buy them again. So why should FBA sellers introduce replenishable products? So most people will say replenishables are the backbone to any successful FBA business. Why? Because replenishables can help you build a guaranteed monthly turnover. If you're selling products that will be bought time and time again, it's a pretty safe bet you'll increase your turnover and hopefully score healthy profits. So you kind of want you want to build up a bible of replenishables almost. So don't stress out over not having enough products to begin with. It's a gradual gradual process. Targets are key, so you should be looking to add a new replenishable every week to your business. Some might say every day if you can. Obviously, the more you add, the greater your turnover and therefore the higher your profit. So the good news is replenishables are the gift that just keeps to give it. It's important to keep a stock check and replenish those products before you run out of items because if you run out, you're just leaving money on the table for someone else. So how do you source replenishable products? So when you start sourcing for replens, there's kind of three things that you'll want to look out for. The first is a consistent sales price. The second is a consistent level of sellers. And the third is a consistent level of sales. So consistency is crucial if you're going to get it right. So consistent sales price, consistent level of sellers and consistent level of sales. You can use deal analysis software like Buybot Pro to help you assess those three points. If the sales price of the product is fluctuating quite significantly, um, you know, we're talking more than a couple of dollars or pounds, you might want to take caution to the listing. Replenishables work in a more kind of formulaic manner than traditional online arbitrage and retail arbitrage products. As a seller, you want to be confident that the sales price remains stable to guarantee you that's a consistent monthly turnover. It's important that the level of sellers is consistent. If you're analysing a deal and see that the sellers have increased, been increasing every day for the last seven days, you might see that as a red flag. It's not necessarily a deal breaker, but the more competition there is on the listing, the harder it is to win the buy box and therefore the harder it is to get the sale. If the levels of sellers fluctuate between, say, two and three or five and six, and it doesn't seem to be on the increase, it's likely the number of sellers will remain the same. In terms of consistent levels of sales, this is obviously arguably the most important because if a product only sells once a month, it's not really going to cut it. As a general rule, you should be accepting, expecting a minimum of five sales per month for each replanned product and an ROI of a minimum 30%. Ideally, you want to find replenishables that are selling all year round with consistent monthly sales. So let's think about the types of replenishable products. So when you think of replenishable products, it's easy to think about food because that's probably the most common replenishable product. But the grocery category can be expanded to other items too, like nutritional and dietary supplements, non-prescription drugs for humans or pets, beverages, the list goes on. Even then, grocery is not the only category to find it. So I'm just going to give a couple of examples. So health and beauty. So the possibilities in this category are vast. If you're struggling to think of specifics, just have a look at your own products. So things like shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste, hairbands, plaster, medicine, feminine products. There's a very long list. And think about replenishables you can bundle together or sell as multi-packs. For example, you might bundle together a moisturiser, an eye cream and a hand cream from the same brand. 
or you could sell a multi-pack of makeup remover wipes. Remember, a bundle is two or more different items that are highly complementary, and a multi-pack is two or more of the same item. Then you've got toys. So you might think, oh, that's not a very obvious choice for replenishables, but believe it or not, once someone has bought a toy, they're highly likely to buy it again because sometimes children don't look after their stuff very well and they need replacing. And even if they don't need replacing, you think about things like accessories, add-on, additional items. As an example, someone might have bought a Nerf gun for their child, but the child wants extra phone bullets. Therefore, as a seller, it would be worth looking at individual bullet packs or Nerf guns or Barbie doll accessories. So Barbie is such a popular product, but think of all those accessories that come with them. With toy replenishables in particular, it's vital you do your research and make sure it's still hitting those three main points consistent sales price, level of sellers and level of sales. So I'm going to give an example now. So finding replenishables to sell. So a good way to start sourcing for replenishables is starting at Amazon. So think like a customer and then write like a customer. So let's say for this case study, you're a mum with two children. Mum realizes the toothpaste is getting low, heads to Amazon, searches for children's toothpaste, which brings up all the search results. Within that one search, there are seven different brands of toothpaste ranging from £1 to £5.50. Taking your mum hat off for a moment and thinking like a seller, this is really good news. Seven different brands to research and brands you might not have even heard of. But take a closer look. So the first thing to do when analysing any deal is look at the price of the product and what the actual product consists of. So I've just searched the same thing on Amazon. In this example, there's a pack of three Punch and Judy toothpaste with three different flavours selling at $3.99. First instincts say this is a no-go deal because if we source these toothpaste for 50p each, it probably wouldn't be cheap enough to make a profit. But that's where deal analysis software is so, so helpful. Using BuyBot Pro, if we input the value of £1.50, assuming we could source the toothpaste for 50p, this is the analysis. So current sale price of £3.99, an unprofitable deal as Bible Pro is telling me that the break-even is £4.64. Furthermore, the ROI is a negative percentage and the profit is also negative. Unless we could buy this product in bulk where the cost per item was something like 20p, we wouldn't see any profit. And even at that price, the profits would be minimal, it wouldn't be worth it. But interestingly, the current BSR percentage is very good, the toothpaste is selling in the top 1%. However, Bible Pro has been unable to provide us with a BSR predictor for this product, which suggests there's not enough sales data to draw on. Then you need to look at your graphs. So the first graph will show you the sales data over the previous 90 days. You can analyze that and see whether the product's selling and at what rate it's selling. Don't forget you're viewing the product in terms of being a replenishable item. So you need to be able to see how it's been selling over a long period of time. So analyze your graphs, remember the test, consistent sales price, consistent level of sellers, consistent level of sales. Are they all consistent? There are so, so many brands to research and you'll want to exhaust all of the possibilities. If the first one isn't any good, have a look at the next brand. Don't forget to look at all of the numbers and your Bible programs too. So moving on and to look at once you've found your replenishables. Once you've found a winner, you would then start the whole process again, choosing a different toothpaste brand, for example, and seeing if there's other opportunities. Once you've exhausted all the toothpaste options, it's time to move on to other potential products. Always look at the other items customer views to gain your inspiration because that's really, really useful. So once you've got all your products, you then need to think about managing your replenishable products. So replenishables should be bought on a rolling basis. It can be easy to get carried away and order tons of products, but this might not be necessary. You need to think about if there becomes a problem with a product or Amazon jumps on the listing and makes it hard to win the buy box. 
If your product has sold five units in one month, don't go and buy 20 for the next month. Be conservative, buy another five and then monitor it. If the next month you run out of stock, look to increase your purchase by perhaps 10%. Try and aim to create one replenishable shipment per week. As you increase your replenishable inventory, you'll have more to send into Amazon, so the number of shipments will naturally increase. To stay on top of your replenishables, create a weekly shopping list to keep on track of what products you need to repurchase. That's something you might be able to outsource at a later date as your business grows. Make sure you create your own standard operating procedures for managing those replenishables. So if you do have extra staff that you end up hiring, everyone knows what they should be doing. Everything from how you source the product, where you prep the product, how you create your shopping list. Once you have this working like an oiled machine, it will be so much easier to outsource the whole process or parts of it if that's what you choose to do further down the line. So to sum up replenishables, try to add at least one replenishable per week. If you can find one a day, that's amazing. Aim for a 50% ROI, an average of at least five sales per month per item. Search in all categories for replenishables. You're not just limited to food and grocery. And remember, consistent sale price, consistent sellers, consistent level of sales. To have the best potential for success, build up replenishable items that are consistently selling at different rates and different prices, because that will diversify and grow your monthly turnover. For more information about Buybot Pro, the DNA analysis software, head to buybotpro.com. Thanks for listening. The Online Arbitrage Podcast.